Welcome to The Journey, an online commentary on today's scripture reading with Seth Davidson. Today's reading is from Acts chapter 27, verses 21 through 38. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of God, to whom I belong and to whom I serve, stood beside me. And he said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. After midnight on the 14th night of the storm, as we were being driven across the sea to Adria, the sailors sensed land was near. They dropped a weighted line and found that the water was 120 feet deep. But a little later, they measured again and found it was only 90 feet deep. At this rate, they were afraid we would soon be driven against the rocks along the shore. So they threw out four anchors from the back of the ship and prayed for daylight. Then the soldiers tried to abandon the ship. They lowered the lifeboat as though they were going to put out anchors from the front of the ship. But Paul said to the commanding officer and his soldiers, You will all die unless the sailors stay aboard. So the soldiers cut the ropes to the lifeboat and let it drift away. Just as day was dawning, Paul urged everyone to eat. You had been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks, he said. Please eat something now for your own good, for not a hair on your heads will perish. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before them all, and broke it off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat, all 276 of us who were on board. After eating, the crew lightened the ship further by throwing the cargo of wheat overboard. So this past week... Um, maybe not unlike a number of you, I've had a number of conversations with people who are just going through really difficult experiences. Uh, I heard of, of a friend of a friend who, um, there, there's someone who's on a ventilator, COVID-related, currently in our city, fighting for his life. Uh, separately this week, I talked to a buddy who... Uh, on Thursday, lost his job and is trying to figure out what's next. Had another conversation where, uh, again, a friend of a friend, but an acquaintance of mine, is going in for a a procedure, um, sort of an emergency procedure, um, and, and obvious concerns about what will happen Uh, in her life, in the life of her family. You know, for you, you may not be going through a job loss or a health challenge like that. Chances are you're going through some difficult times right now. It just is sort of the way 2020 is. And so the things I take from this text from today are to try to be encouraged, take courage, (laughs) And be encouraged. You know, there are a few circumstances that could be more difficult than what Paul and his companions are experiencing right now. At this point, 14 days of a ship being driven along in a typhoon, knowing that a shipwreck is imminent. 
And yet in that moment, in the text today, I saw three times where Paul's admonition, because his faith in God, is to take courage. He says it twice. And then after breaking bread, it says to be encouraged. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat. You see, this is an important thing that no matter how difficult circumstances are around us, we have to find ways to take courage and to be encouraged. Here's the way the text reads. Paul says in 24, uh, let's see, 22, Paul's talking to the, to, the, to the crew and everyone on board. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For the God, for last night, an angel of the God, whom I believe and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness will, has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So he tells them, So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said. But we will be shipwrecked on the island. Like circumstances are really difficult and yet Paul has a relationship with God that gives him hope. Paul knows that there's a mission God has for his life and because of that, he can share that hope with others. And so Paul takes courage and encourages them to take courage. I'm just noting the way that the text reads and the way we use language. Like courage isn't something that we just have. And it's also something that we don't just sit back and it happens to us. There's a sense of having to take courage because circumstances give all sorts of reasons to be fearful. So for Paul, where he's at, he can take courage despite circumstances and despite obvious fear. He can take courage through his relationship with God. He can take courage because he's clear on God's plans and purposes for him. And he can take courage because he has an encounter with the presence of God. Now, I don't know about you, but it's not often, if ever, <laughs> I have an experience with an angel. But with some regularity, I feel like I have encounters with the living God that come by way of encouragements through a small prayer answered, or I'm reading a text of scripture, not unlike today, and those words pop hey, take courage, take courage. Maybe there's something in the timeless truths of God that might be timely for me today. I can feel like I encounter God through times like that or, or through a timely word from a friend, you know. So I can take courage in those ways. And then Paul says, after he's, he's called them to actually communion and then eating because they haven't eaten for a while. They've been so anxiety-ridden they haven't eaten. He gives them food. He tells them to enjoy. And he tells them, uh, it says they were encouraged. So Paul takes the courage. Paul's able to hand it back to them in terms of words of affirmation and hope in God, as well as giving them food that's going to give uh, uh, encouragement for their bodies and words that give encouragement to their souls. And so they take courage. And from that, people around them are encouraged, all 276 on board. So wherever you're at, no matter how difficult the circumstances, 
my encouragement today is to find ways to take courage, take courage through God, through his word, through his spirit, through the ways he's living and active. Maybe take courage in the ways he's been over your life in the past. And may that give you hope to be encouraged about what may happen. And from that, as you're taking courage, what does it look like to use that to give courage to others so that others might be encouraged through your life? What's one way that God's scripture could speak to your heart and life for you to take courage? And then that's what's one thing you can do about it to be an encouragement to others. May this come as an encouragement and a challenge to you and I today. Hey, a quick update. We are nearing the conclusion of our book of Acts as we've been studying together individually, perhaps as a church community and the like. And as we finish the book of Acts, I'm gonna take a hiatus from doing these regular journey updates. That feels like a loss for me. It may feel like a loss for you, but just given the season, this is something I need to set down for a time with hopes of picking up uh, at a later date. Uh, so stay tuned for more of that. I'll update us each day over the next five days as we conclude the book of Acts. And we'll take in a, a hiatus, uh, but God willing, we'll be back unpacking additional readings of scripture through the journey online together.